0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, August 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Dalley. Here's today's headlines. GOP recall debate hits on drought, water board fees to rise, and ag groups back new conservation spending. In recall debate, GOP candidates push for water funding. Republicans this week held what is likely to be the only debate for the upcoming recall election. Of the 46 candidates running to replace Governor Newsom, just four participated in the debate. All pledged to build more water storage if elected. We're the breadbasket for the nation, said Kevin Falconer, yet we have a governor that has not done a thing to increase water supply in California. Falconer argued Newsom has let far-left environmentalists stop him from advancing storage projects. John Cox blamed politicians and celebrity insiders for running the state into the ground and pushed for more desalinization projects. Similarly, Assemblymember Kevin Kiley of Rockland called the state water board's decision to curtail Delta water rights for farmers a political choice. He added that CDFA Secretary Karen Ross's comment was not true when she cited Mother Nature and climate change for the shortage. There's one farmer in this race, said Doug Osi, who with his sisters grows rice on a thousand acres. Water is not theoretical to me. I'm your guy if water is your issue. Osi said he would invest in reusing wastewater from farm irrigation and approach already gaining ground in some counties. And on that note, Kiley plans to author a constitutional amendment in the Assembly that would dedicate a portion of general fund tax dollars every year to water storage projects. Death by a thousand cuts as water board fees to rise 13%. State water board staff yesterday told stakeholders to expect a 13% overall increase for water quality fees for next year. Water right fees will go up more than 7 percent. Frustrations mounted over the cumulative costs from years of increases and an apparent disconnect with the economic situation farmers are facing from drought. Ag representatives also bemoaned the lack of support from record budget surplus. Our members pay thousands of dollars every year only to be hit with higher and higher increases for no additional services or benefits to show from it, said Chris McLaughlin. A policy advisor for the California Cotton Ginners and Growers Association wrote in a comment to staff. The board will vote on the fees in a September meeting. Congress Advances Water Storage and Drought Funding the Senate Appropriations Committee has approved a funding bill that includes more than a billion dollars for water infrastructure and drought resilience programs. Of that, $258 million would go to projects like the Sites Reservoir construction, raising BF Sisk Dam, and expanding the Los Verqueros Reservoir. Another $450 would be made available for emergency drought funding. Senator Dianne Feinstein applauded the inclusion of California water priorities in the bill, saying it would, quote, help improve and modernize the infrastructure needs of California and the nation. Big ag groups back new conservation spending. A dozen major farm groups have jumped into the fray over conservation funding in the estimated $3.5 trillion reconciliation package Democrats plan to introduce in the Senate calling for increased investment in climate-smart agricultural practices that sequester carbon or reduce greenhouse gas emissions. In a letter to House and Senate leaders yesterday, the group said they support efforts to increase spending on conservation incentives, including strong technical and financial assistance, as part of upcoming infrastructure-related legislation. They also said they support increased investment in rural broadband and express concern about altering the current tax structure to pay for infrastructure. Senate Agriculture Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan said she wants to get $50 billion in new conservation spending over the next 10 years in the package. What we're talking about in this budget process is investing further in proven and popular conservation programs and practices that work well and benefit a wide range of producers, Stabenow said. That's why you see such a broad range of farm groups support that effort. USDA nominee Wilkes pledges collaboration in restoring and managing forests. The nominee for Undersecretary of Natural Resources and Environment at USDA, who will oversee the Forest Service, promised he would work closely with local communities in managing the more than 190 million acres of national forests to prevent wildfires and create markets for wood products. Speaking at his Senate Agriculture Committee confirmation hearing, Homer Wilkes laid out his priorities clearly. First and foremost, wildfire management and prevention. Second, providing a safe, inclusive work environment for employees. And third, addressing forest sustainability and supporting and creating markets for forest products. Wilkes, a 41-year USDA veteran who currently directs the Gulf Coast Ecosystem Restoration Division, received a warm reception from both Democrats and Republicans and appears headed for swift confirmation. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Biden signs executive order setting target for sales of zero-emission vehicles. President Biden yesterday signed a new executive order setting a target that half of all new vehicles sold in 2030 be zero emission vehicles. But the order has some in the renewable fuels industry concerned that Biden's approach leaves renewable fuels out of the equation. The overarching goal should be to reach net zero emissions as quickly as possible without dictating the pathway to get there or putting all of our eggs into one technology basket. That's the word of Jeff Cooper, Renewable Fuels Association president and CEO, in a release. He said any plan to decarbonize the transportation sector should recognize the massive opportunity for low-carbon liquid fuels like ethanol to reduce greenhouse gas emissions from internal combustion engines in the near term. Growth Energy CEO Emily Score said in a statement that she wanted to see the Biden administration focus on reducing emissions through fully implementing the RFS, accelerating the transition to E15, and investing in biofuels. Here's today's He Said It. We're going to have rationing next year. And it's wrong because we're sitting next to the largest body of water in the world. That John Cox calling for more desalinization plants in California. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, August 6th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.